In this episode of Flying Smarter, I'm starting out by talking about where aircraft are assembled and collectible rubber ducks given out by Lufthansa. Then, I'm going to take a look at schedule changes, talking about why they happen and what you can do when faced with one. Welcome to episode 46 of Flying Smarter, the podcast that explores the fascinating world of air travel to help you become a smarter and savvier traveler. Let's get started. Where are airliners built? Given the size of even small commercial airplanes, aircraft manufacturers have massive facilities dedicated to the production of the aircraft that we fly on. Now, in today's globalized world, the different parts for the aircraft are made all around the world by various companies, but they are then sent to specific sites for final assembly. Boeing has three main production facilities. The Boeing Everett factory, located in Everett, Washington, was first built to produce the Boeing 747, but currently produces 767s and 777s, with future plans to open a new Boeing 737 MAX production line there as well. The facility previously also produced Boeing 787s, so many of those Dreamliners in the sky were assembled in Everett. The Boeing Everett factory, which is located alongside Painfield Airport, is also home to the world's largest building by volume. Boeing 787 Dreamliners are now all built at Boeing South Carolina, which is the name for the company's assembly facility in Charleston. Finally, the Boeing Renton factory houses the final assembly line for Boeing 737 aircraft, and has also been the production site in the past for aircraft like the 727 and 757. Boeing also has a fourth facility that it calls the Completion and Delivery Center, located in Joseon, China. This facility exclusively serves Boeing 737 aircraft. The 737s are assembled in Renton, Washington, and flown over to China for completion and final delivery to Chinese airlines. Meanwhile, Airbus also has assembly facilities located all around the world. At its headquarters in Toulouse, France, Airbus has final assembly facilities for the Airbus A320 family as well as for Airbus A330s and A350s. The airline's assembly facilities in Hamburg, Germany and Tianjin, China also host assembly lines for Airbus A320 family aircraft. In North America, Airbus has its U.S. manufacturing facility in Mobile, Alabama where it assembles narrow-body Airbus A320 family and Airbus A220 aircraft. A220s are also assembled at Montreal Mirabel International Airport, a remnant of when the aircraft was known as the Bombardier C-Series since it was developed by Bombardier before being purchased by Airbus. Bombardier CRJ jets, which are very common among US regional carriers, were also built in Mirabel, but the aircraft are no longer in production. Did you know that Lufthansa first class passengers can get collectible rubber ducks when departing from Germany? At Lufthansa's first-class lounges in Frankfurt and Munich, travelers can receive a rubber duck by using the bathing facilities or by simply asking for one. The airline has come up with many different designs over the years, including ones for various holidays, special events, and even a COVID-19 duck with a face mask. They have therefore become collectible items, even though the airline doesn't really advertise them that much. Given the fact that you have to fly in first-class, or be a top-tier elite with the airline to get one of these from the lounges, the ducks are harder to acquire collectible when compared to KLM's Delft Blue Houses, which I talked about back in episode 32. (music) 
If you're anything like me, you like to do at least some planning before you travel. When flying, though, we all know that changes can happen, and it's therefore wise to plan for the unpredictable. In this main segment, I want to take a look at schedule changes. I'll start off with schedule changes that happen in advance of your departure date before covering day of delays and cancellations. We'll talk about why they can happen, how you can make preparations to mitigate the impacts of one, and what you can do if you're faced with a schedule change. It's relatively common for airlines to change their flight schedules. Airlines generally let people book flights up to a year or so in advance, but a lot can change between then and when the flight actually operates. There have always been a bunch of reasons why an airline might change their schedules, and the post-COVID-19 world has added to this list. Network planning and schedule building are complex undertakings for airlines, who have entire teams dedicated to these tasks. There are a multitude of factors to take into account when an airline builds its schedule. Of course, they have to consider supply and demand. Supply in the sense of their aircraft availability, utilization, positioning, and optimization, and demand in the sense of travel demand on a certain route or certain flight. Then, there are other considerations like the convenience of departure and arrival times, timing for connecting options, gate and slot availability at airports, nighttime curfews, and other restrictions or limitations. With all these factors in play, it's unsurprising that airlines adjust their schedules regularly. They might reduce or increase the frequency of flights on a route due to changes in demand or aircraft availability. The flight time might be increased due to increased congestion at an airport, Global events might force the airline to suspend a particular route or reroute their flights, adding to the flying time. Staffing shortages at the airline, airport, service providers, or air traffic control may force an airline to trim their schedule. And changes to one flight in the schedule can have a cascading impact on other flights in the schedule as well. So it's no surprise that it's a very real possibility that the flight that you booked 10 months in advance sees a schedule change at some point before you actually fly. It makes sense that airline flight schedules get more and more finalized as the departure date approaches. Many short-haul and domestic flights are booked around two months to three months out, and the flight schedules are pretty solidified at that point. That's not to say that it isn't possible to have a schedule change within a few weeks of your departure date. In any case, it's important to make sure that you're aware of any schedule changes. For schedule changes in advance, meaning schedule changes that occur before the day of your travels, Airlines typically notify passengers by email these days. That's why it's important to read emails about your itinerary when you get them, to ensure that you don't miss any important notifications. Airlines aren't necessarily all that good with these notifications sometimes though, and they can come well after the change is actually made. Especially as your travel date approaches, it's a good idea to manually monitor your flight as well. Now you don't need to be constantly checking your booking, but it's worth taking a look at your upcoming trip periodically to see if there have been any changes. Along the same lines, I like to keep an eye out for other possible changes like terminal changes that can affect a connection or airport transportation plans or equipment changes that can affect the in-flight experience or seat selection. So what do you do if you find out that there's a schedule change? Well, for starters, it can depend on what type of change you have. Take a good look at any flight change that you notice, whether it's through an email from the airline or whether you're comparing your original booking to what the website is now showing. It's possible that the change is very minor, such as a change in departure arrival time by 5 or 10 minutes, or even simply a change in the flight number. I've had these types of changes happen to me many times before, and the response will typically be simply to do nothing, except maybe take note of the change. 
and then you have schedule changes that are more significant. The airline may have changed your departure time by a few hours, or your flight might have been cancelled and the airline rebooked you on a later or earlier flight. If you have one of these more significant schedule changes, you may want to look at other options. Now of course, you might still consider doing nothing, if you're okay with the change. For example, your flight might have been moved 2 hours late, but the only real impact that has on your trip might be cutting your 4 hour connection into 2 hours. Or, you may be okay leaving a few hours earlier or later. When it comes to a significant schedule change, you can look for alternate options with your airline. Typically, airlines will allow you to make changes at minimal or no cost if they've made a significant change to your itinerary, even if the new itinerary would have cost more in the first place. You can look at other options or routings available and ask the airline to change your flights to something that you would prefer. You might even be able to use this to your advantage. If you booked a less desirable flight in the first place because it was cheaper, you might be able to get on a more preferable, and perhaps more expensive, flight that you would rather have taken originally. You might be able to connect at an airport that you like more, or fly on an aircraft with an onboard product that you prefer. The airline may have also made a change that affects your connection time. Airlines generally publish minimum connection times for different types of travel, such as domestic itineraries, domestic to international connections, etc., or for particular airports, and your schedule change might bring you under one of these published thresholds. While it might be flagged on the airline's end, you should also keep an eye on this in case it isn't. In these cases, and in cases in general where the airline had made a significant schedule change that inconveniences you, you have some negotiating power, and airlines will typically try to accommodate you to the best of their ability. As such, sometimes schedule changes can work in your favor. If you have an award ticket booked on points and are flying with the airline that you booked with, they can typically rebook you based on your preference fairly easily as well. Where it gets a bit more complicated is if you have an award ticket on a partner airline. In a nutshell, airlines only make a certain number of seats available to their partner airlines for reward redemptions. If you have a schedule change and have to rebook your flight, the airline typically can't just unilaterally make award seats available on a partner airline. They would have to liaise with the partner airline to see if they can open up some availability, and this requires some back and forth that can take multiple days. What you can do if you find yourself in one of these situations is make sure that you advocate for yourself and follow up if required, look for alternate or backup options if you can get a refund, or avoid booking complex partner award itineraries too far out in the first place to minimize the risk of being put in one of these situations. Now if you have a significant schedule change and either can't find something with the airline that works, find a better option with another airline, or don't want to fly anymore for whatever reason, you're typically also able to get a refund. This is the case even with non-refundable and basic economy class tickets. The thing is, different airlines define the word significant differently, and this is spelled out in their contract or conditions of carriage, which is essentially the agreement that you make with the airline when you book with them. Delta Airlines and JetBlue, for example, allow you to cancel and receive a full refund if there is a schedule change of 120 minutes or greater. For American Airlines, the threshold is 4 hours. When traveling with Air Canada, it's 3 hours or if they add a connection to your itinerary. KLM says that you can get a refund if there's a schedule change of at least 3 hours, if your connecting flight is delayed for more than 5 hours, or if you're traveling within Europe and your outbound flight is delayed for more than 90 minutes, and your return flight is on the same day. Typically, if your flight is cancelled outright, you can also get a refund. The thing with refunds is that you may not be offered one up front even though you're entitled to one. Airlines might try to offer you a voucher up front, and you may have to proactively ask for the refund option. 
You may also be offered a voucher for a greater value as opposed to the refund, which may be worth considering depending on your situation. Schedule changes in advance can be frustrating and might require you to do some additional planning work, but schedule changes on the day of travel tend to be much more stressful. Day of schedule changes usually consist of delays and cancellations, although it's also possible to end up on an earlier flight, but that tends to either be a good thing or something that you asked for. Now, I won't get into too much on the possible reasons for a delay or cancellation since I've done a whole episode on flight delays. Your flight could be delayed or cancelled due to weather, maintenance problems, or mechanical issues. There might also be air traffic control or airport restrictions in place, or your flight might have to wait for inbound crew or bags. For more on the reasons behind flight delays, which are similar to many of the reasons for cancellations, check out episode 29 of Flying Smarter, appropriately titled The Deal with Delays. So, how do we handle flight delays and cancellations? Well, if your flight is delayed, the first and probably most common option is just to wait. Most delays aren't significant, and an hour or two delay is usually nothing more than annoying inconvenience for most travelers. With longer delays, though, your airline may rebook you on a new itinerary, and they'll typically do this in the case of a flight cancellation as well. You'll usually be notified by text and or email, and you can use the airline's app or website to look at your new itinerary. Now, if you're happy with what you've been rebooked on, then that's great. But just like the advanced schedule changes, you may be able to find an option that you like more. It might be a bit harder to check availability on the day of, but if you can find something that you think would work better, you can definitely ask the airline for that option. As is the case with schedule changes in advance of your flight, you might be able to get something better, with less or no connections, a better onboard product, or a connection at a more preferable airport. The challenge with asking for a specific itinerary that's different than the one that you've been booked on is finding someone to help you. When your flight is first cancelled, passengers may find out before the airline has a chance to rebook everyone. If the weather is bad in an airport and there are tons of delays or cancellations, there's going to be lots of people looking to speak with the airline's customer service agents. Even a single flight cancellation can lead to long lines to speak to someone. Here's where you can try to be smart about things. Instead of waiting in line in person, you can try calling the airline. If the phone number for your location has extremely long hold times, you can try calling an international call center. If you have elite status with the airline's loyalty program, you may have access to a special phone line. You can also try the online chat support feature or social media support if the airline offers it. If you have access to the airline's lounge, the agents there can likely help you as well. You can also always check the airline's app and website to see if you can make the change yourself as well, saving you the trouble of having to figure out how to get through to a human. As I've said before on the podcast, I also always want to encourage people to be kind to frontline airline employees. Regardless of how frustrated you are, remember that A, whatever is happening is almost never their fault, and B, they're the ones who can help you. Now, all that is to change the flight with the same airline or within your airline's partner network. Now what if you find a better option with another airline? The rules around choosing not to travel anymore and getting a refund with the airline that you book with are mostly the same for day of travel. If there's a significant schedule change, depending on how your airline defines that like I talked about earlier, you can generally cancel your itinerary outright and ask for a refund for any unused portion of your ticket. Now keep in mind that when you do this, this can affect any connections or return portions of your ticket, so make sure you know what you're cancelling if you go down this route. 
You can typically make cancellations online, but you may have to request a refund separately. Don't be afraid to get creative when looking at alternate options. Depending on the situation, you can do more than just look at other airlines. There may be an alternate airport, either on your end or at the destination. If you can cancel and get a refund, there might also be a train or bus option that gets you where you need to go, possibly more quickly and affordably. Pay attention to your travel insurance coverage as well, and consider making sure that you have travel insurance in advance. Travel insurance comes in all shapes and sizes, and it's important to understand exactly what coverage you have and what you don't. Terms like trip interruption insurance or delay insurance can mean different things depending on your policy. In many cases, airlines have minimal responsibilities when it comes to things like out-of-pocket expenses or hotel accommodations in the case of delays, but your travel insurance might cover these. In any case, hold on to your receipts when incurring out-of-pocket expenses, whether it's for your insurance or if it's that you end up being entitled to compensation from your airline. The obligations of airlines in these situations vary depending on your exact circumstances and where you are in the world. Now ideally, you'd be well aware of exactly what type of accommodation, assistance, and compensation that you're entitled to from an airline for every situation, but if you aren't that familiar or you can't figure it out, it's wise to set low expectations while documenting everything in case you need it down the line. In any case, it's worth reviewing your credit card insurance coverage and or purchasing additional travel insurance as needed in advance for your trip, particularly if you anticipate a higher risk of a schedule change. Now speaking of anticipating changes, there are some things that you can do in advance as well. Checking your flight status on the day of or on the day before your flight can give you a heads up on possible delays or cancellations. Now, I want to note that if your flight is showing as delayed, it's typically a good idea to still show up for the original scheduled departure time as there have been cases where delayed flights end up leaving earlier than expected and passengers are left behind because they haven't arrived yet. Airline websites will also have travel advisories about things like weather, civil unrest, or labor issues affecting particular airports. With these types of things, you may be able to make alternate arrangements if you have a more preferable option. Doing so in advance can help you avoid stress at the airport. If you're going somewhere important, you can always look at backup plans as well. For starters, you can consider all the different ways that you can get to your destination if your flight gets cancelled or delayed significantly. And again, you could think outside of the box here and look at other airlines, airports, or ground transportation options. There's also the option of booking a backup flight. You have to be very careful here though, because different airlines have different policies when it comes to changes, fees, and refunds. For example, the three major US airlines, Delta, American, and United, no longer have change fees on domestic US flights, but you can't change a basic economy class ticket. That is, unless the airline makes a significant schedule change, like I talked about earlier, of course. If you're booking a backup flight, you should either book a fully refundable fare or be ready to take whatever voucher you'll get if and when you cancel it. I'll leave the ethics of booking a backup flight that you may or may not take up to you, but I can comment briefly on whether it violates any rules. Travel and Points and Miles website, The Points Guy, reached out to the six largest US airlines on the topic last year, and they all seemed pretty mum on the matter. Most airlines prohibit you from booking backup flights on the same airline, and can cancel things if you book multiple flights at the same time, so you definitely shouldn't do that. In regards to booking backup flights on other airlines more broadly, the Points Guys article stated that airlines mostly said that they can understand why passengers might do this, but also didn't seem particularly worried about the issue.
There's no doubt that schedule changes, whether it's in advance or on the day of your flight, can be frustrating and stressful. That being said, there are things that you can do to proactively mitigate the impacts or to make your life easier in the case that you're hit with a delay or cancellation. Similarly, there are lots of things that you can keep in mind so that you can be smart about things in the case that you do encounter one of these situations, and I hope that this episode has given you some helpful tips. Do you have a particularly nasty schedule change story? Or have you encountered a delay or cancellation that ended up working out in your favor? I would love to hear your story, and as always, I invite you to reach out to me on social media or on our website. We'll have links to all those in the episode description. That brings us to the end of this episode of Flying Smarter. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.